Welcome to Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire, a weekly podcast with Mina Khoury, an Ayurvedic practitioner and spiritual teacher who brings the ancient, time-tested wisdom of Ayurveda in this time of great upheaval and global ascension to inspire you to the next level of your spiritual evolution. She will discuss all topics related to your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you ready to be free of all suffering and soar to your heart's calling? So I'm opening up the webinar, Mina, so we can start saying hi to people. Hello, everyone. As they come in and they can just say hi to us. Hi, so people are joining. So type into the chat, everyone your name, where you're from, say hi to Mina, say hi to Cornelia, say hi to our beautiful emotional uh, collective group that's here for this final series in this master class. Yeah, we've got nine people. Yeah, and so we have a few people. So what have you been up to this morning, Mina? Uh, getting ready for this class today. Getting ready. You know what? It just, uh, there was, I mean, it's living it. It's living, it's living the teachings and it was new moon. I did feel, I had a, um, an appointment at 11 o'clock that got rescheduled. So I thought, oh, it's this time for, like, I just took that time for myself to reset and just to slow down and clear and cleanse. I love doing that. I love rituals that the astrology provides the opportunities yeah that's one of the reasons why using astrology as a tool Mm -hmm. to help us uh you know use the planetary alignments for our success for our intention setting for our uh resets for our new moons or our waxing moons or you know full moons releasing right Yeah, and it's really the, um, you know, the cancer is water. Moon loves water. Moon is about water. So moon sheds light on our subconscious, which is like a watery component. Um, And and it's emotion. It's emotion. The water is emotion because, you know, that we we should connect the two really strongly because water, water flows. When you hold water, like say in a, in a pond, if the water is still and stale, what happens? It stinks. <laughs> Same thing when we hold our emotions, uh, they stink in the sense that they get distorted. A little bit of annoyance turns into a rage over time when we don't address it. A little nuance that we didn't like, we just get it gets into this uh, a huge disappointment and lack of self-esteem and all kinds of things because the mind puts a layer over it and it keeps putting another layer, another layer, another layer to get away from the true emotion that we are feeling. So by the time they are expressed, they are expressed involuntarily out of the blue and it, they're distorted. We don't know what happened. So that's why emotions are so important on a daily basis to tune into. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? You know, I I go for a walk in the morning and without the cell phone many times because I just want to check in with myself. How am I feeling? 
just, you know, if there's any little leftover from yesterday or any nuance or anything, then it just like, it's a time to just softly look at it and acknowledge it and then heal it. So, so Mina, I, I want to open up the webinar. We are now at the top of the hour, okay. 12 noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We okay. want to welcome everyone here to Emotions of Intelligence webinar part three that we have been bringing you for the last two weeks. This is our third week now. And uh, this is part three. And so we're so delighted that you're here. Those of you that are just new, that are coming to this webinar for the first time, feel free to type into the chat here your name and where you're from. Let us know where you're from. And also, when you're listening to the webinar today, to this presentation, that maybe you will have a question. And at the end of this uh, webinar here today, we're going to present some of the questions for Mina to ask, and maybe she'll uh, answer your question. So, you know, uh, feel free to chime in now and let us know where you're from here in the chat. And while you're doing that, everyone, I'm going to open up this call today and introduce you to our beautiful beloved Mina Puri, who is an enlightened master, an enlightened spiritual master. And Mina is coming to us right now from Canada. She lives in Canada currently and she developed the Ayurvedic, she's the founder of the Ayurvedic Healing Center.com. So if you haven't checked that out, go check it out, Ayurvedic Healing Center.com. She is the author of best selling, international best selling author of uh, Heal Your Relationship with Food and also her newest book, Wake Up and Heal Everyone, that you can now find also on her website and then also on Amazon. Mina is helping people all over the world uh, heal using the power of their emotions and also their spiritual wisdom. So welcome to today's webinar, Mina. It's so wonderful to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cornelia, for this uh, introduction. I am humbled and I just wanna say hello and happy new moon to all of those people who are joining. Uh, so yes, uh, you know, we have created quite a momentum and a stir. And it is so timely because our emotional world, the, the world or the circumstances have allowed our emotions to be revealed. So it's really right within our, we can access our emotions because so much of our emotions are stirred up. So what a great thing, what an opportunity for us to really access our emotions and understand how to use their intelligence to grow, to evolve and to ascend into the fifth dimensional being. And really all that means that we can be done with the pain and suffering. We don't have to, we can be happy, we can be free from these emotions of overwhelm, anxiety, anguish, anger, and all of these darker energies that have affected humanity for decades and centuries. So Mina, would you, uh, let's say hi to some of the people. So we have Bridget Collins from Harrisburg, Arkansas. Arkansas. Hi, Bridget, and hi, Phil. Phil from Washington State. He's Phil from our Washington State. Hi, Phil, good to see you. And Licia from North Texas. Yeah. 
Thank yeah. you so much for being here. Yes, we appreciate you. Yes, absolutely. So, Mina, one of the things, you know, that I've been discovering recently, I know this wasn't on our uh, thing to talk about today, but I thought it was a really timely subject because this seems to be coming up all over the place in relationships where mm -hmm. people are emotionally uh, triggered again by maybe something that is happening in their relationship. And I'm finding that people are saying that this is something from their childhood that is coming up, emotional triggers that are coming up from their childhood. And so can you talk to us a little bit today about the oldest, um, you know, emotions that are coming up from our childhood now to be healed and to be cleared? Yes, absolutely. And, um, and that's how, you know, that's how our subconscious works. So as I mentioned in one of the webinars that there's no other way to access our subconscious than our triggers. And thank God for our relationships, our close relationships, those people that we are really close to, to trigger us, how dare they, right? So remember relationships are a mirror. What are they mirroring? They're mirroring, especially that what we are not willing to acknowledge within ourselves. So really it's an opportunity, right? So by ourselves, we're like, yeah, you know, I'm okay. Like I'm really okay, I'm perfect. And I don't have a problem until you are in a relationship relating to people, especially close intimate relationships, especially relationships with family members, because you know, gotta watch out for those people. They really know us. <laughs> And so it's an opportunity for us to heal. So what happens is anytime, so trauma is, you know, the overall word that we use for all the experiences that we have, we did not know what to do with it. They are sitting there undigested. So when we grow up in an environment that is emotionally charged, environment that is unsafe, what happens is that our psyche becomes habituated. So even when the threat is no longer there, we are continuously looking over our shoulder. We're waiting for the other shoe to drop. We are waiting for a catastrophe to happen. And what actually happens, these things do happen, but we create them because we want to create what we are comfortable with. Pain can be very comfortable because it's familiar. We know how to do that. So any times when there is, that happens in relationships, we are, you know, calm, everything is going fine. And all of a sudden something blows up, someone blows up. And, you know, it's, are they recreating it is a question. Am I recreating it? Am I, am I habituated? Am I addicted to chaos, crisis, and conflict? And we created in the most, um, discrete ways, which is not, um, which is beknown to us. We pick the partners that are going to stimulate that. We pick a situation knowing, we enter into a situation knowing that it is gonna stimulate us because subconsciously we're actually wanting that. What, what, you know, this constant stimulation, emotional stimulation, it's many fold. One of the reasons we do that is we want to feel alive. 
we want to feel we matter. It's, it's like a distorted sense of getting a sense of self. Like, am I alive? Like, let me pinch myself. So if, if I'm not constantly busy, if I'm not complaining about something, if I'm not in a conflict with somebody, then what's happening? Like, am I living? What, you know, we don't know how to just be. We, we forget that we're actually just supposed to be at peace and calm and joyfully carrying on with our life. It's because we live in a world that's continuously stimulating. When you look at the news, look at the sensationalism that creates. Look at the shows, relationship shows that are going on on TV. And that's feeding our psyche. You know, it's like that conflict, this conflict, or whether an affair, we sensationalize everything. So our psyche gets habituated. I think to some extent, we may know that, that we do get emotionally addicted. What we don't understand and not yet know, perhaps, that actually it's our body that also gets addicted. So pay attention to, tune into when there is a negative emotion going on. We are so wrapped up in the, in the emotion of it that we forget the impact on the body. It's kind of like when we are so um, caught up in what's going on with us, we forget there's someone next to us sitting, that they're absorbing our energy. Even your pets would absorb your energy. So the body absorbs the energy. And how does the body react to that? By inner contraction, by inner collapse, the sunken posture, the change in our breath. So many times what I've noticed in my practice that for men, this constant state of alarm and trying to prove themselves, it causes that inner contraction where it's really impacting is our central nervous system. And for men, it shows up in low back pain, right? It's, you know, it's a, it, all the time I see that over and over again. For women, it's, it's more than just low back pain. It comes in their chest, in their heart, because women are very heart centered. Many times it's in their knees, like they can't stand on their own two feet. So we forget that if we continue on this way of living, our mind and body both get habituated to an alarmed state. One feeds the next, we don't know where it came from. And then before we know it, we are in that downward spiral. So that's what I call is we are addicted to emotions. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And we just keep, we just keep, we, we keep cycling. Yeah, we keep cycling. And mm -hmm. so uh, can we truly heal from all childhood trauma? Absolutely. Absolutely 100%. We do not come here healed. We come here to heal. This human life is an opportunity to heal all that we have neglected in the prior lifetimes. So we mentioned, I mentioned that when we talk about emotions and thoughts, these are all energy. We are physical being, we are non-physical being. Everything non-physical is energy. Energy does not begin when we take birth into this life. Energy does not end when we leave the body. Energy goes on forever. So it's the energies that we get into our blueprint and then our life is actually 
an opportunity, it, all those energies get pictured out. What I mean by that is they get played out in circumstances, in relationships. So now maybe this time we can see it for what it is to heal it. But we don't know that. We think, oh my God, here it is me again. I am just doomed. Life just sucks. I, we, we get caught in that. So it's really important to know that anytime when there's a challenge arising, an emotional challenge arising, it is another opportunity, yet another opportunity for us to heal that. Absolutely. You know, I've been working, doing this work for a lot of years, and I can tell you how many people have walked away uh, living their life. They now, life now makes sense. They understand, they connect the dots as to how they were, what happened and how the childhood experiences are connecting them to what they are experiencing in their adult life. It's like a huge awakening for them. And most importantly, give them tools to heal. Why people don't heal, like healing seems like a very noble concept. We being very headstrong, strong in the mind, we intellectualize it. But healing is a transformative experience. It's not about gaining, gaining the knowledge. I mean, you can read my book, but it's not going to give you the experience of healing. It's experiential because, like I mentioned, the body is also habituated. But we, we think it's all emotional. Just like when we are, there's a, there's a physical ailment, we get stuck on the body only not understanding that there is a non-energetic component. The root is in the non-energetic. Same way, when we talk about, you know, this whole mental health awareness that is coming up, we are forgetting that the body is also being affected. So it's not just relationships that are telling you, giving you a clue. If you have physical ailments, especially chronic conditions, undiagnosable conditions, like nothing is wrong, but everything is, aches and pains, lethargy, anxiety, the nervous system type disorders. We've got to heal our emotions. What I mean by that is we have to heal the energy and absolutely 100%, you can heal. We can heal from anything. So our childhood traumas are all um, being brought up to the surface right now with the uh, planetary events that are taking place, things that are yeah. challenging us or our relationships. And it's all coming up to the surface so that we can once and for all finally heal those core woundings from our past. Can you talk a little bit more about what happened when we were children and when we didn't get our emotional needs met and how does that play out in today's reality? So we have basic human needs, right? And in a way, our human organism is created so intelligently that when we don't get our needs met, there are all kinds of built-in mechanisms in the body that keep you surviving. So remember, survival is our instinct. We always have to survive. Even the, the most worst childhood traumas, people somehow are alive and survive. And what happens, they, they, don't remember the, they don't remember the trauma. 
they know certain things, they're trying to connect the dots is because their psyche, that's a self-defense mechanism, it totally blocked it off their memory because to remember it is way too painful, more painful than they are ready to handle. Anytime we're ready to handle it, when you begin the healing work, these traumas show up, right? So it's all in the subconscious. 90% of how we operate today as adults is subconscious. So if we keep on thinking, oh, it's, it's because I don't really know how to do it. I don't, I need this expert or I don't have the knowledge. This is so hard for me is because the information is within you, yet it is hidden from you. It's at a subconscious level. So we can access that information. And our, our childhood traumas, the continuous experiences they accumulate together to create a groove, to create a pattern. You know, to, to experience something one time is a one-time deal. When we are repeatedly experiencing that, then we get a pattern, then we become kind of autopilot. We are an autopilot. We're always defensive, right? We're always ready to attack. It's like we always have the guns loaded. We don't really listen or have conversation because we think we're getting attacked. So we are ready to put the other person down. We think, um, you know, I am not good enough. I don't feel good enough. It's because I haven't done good enough things. So we are continuously striving, driving to achieve and to create and to get that recognition and pat on the back to be known. So we continue to look for everything on the external because we somehow believe that it's in the external. Because how, why do we think everything is in the external? Look at our caretakers, right? If the abuse happened in the childhood, whether it was criticism about your looks, criticism about your body shape, criticism about your, you know, grades, or the parent just had, you know, substance abuse, and abuse was the only way they knew how to discipline their kids. Abuse was the only way they knew how to manage their emotions, because that's what they had learned. You know, human beings, we are also very habitual beings, right? We learn something, we can live in the worst of circumstances, because we adjust our mind accordingly. The mind says, it's like that, it's okay. We talk ourselves out of the reality of things to stay away from pain, because it's so painful. So even when the threat is gone, even when we have grown up, so that's why I do the work of inner child work, like grow that little boy or girl, because the threat is no longer there. Hallelujah, we have made it. Assure your child that you are safe, you're okay. Now you can learn how to be like a, an adult, how to be just present, how to be loving, how to not abandon yourself. So all of us, you know why we need to do the healing work today? Because something happened before today that we have not addressed. So we need to do that work because if we don't address it, it's like the backpack is so heavy. The psychological bag is so heavy that, you know, you we're waking up every day with the yesterday's heaviness, with the yesterday's memories, with the yesterday's conflict. So it's kind of like, you know, when you leave your dishes overnight in the kitchen and you wake up in the morning, you can't start that morning. You know why? 
you're still cleaning up yesterday's garbage. So you're always reliving the past. You're living in the past. You're continuously cleaning up the past. It becomes so tiresome and exhausting and there's no forward moving momentum. So people lose hope, inspiration. They feel like they're just stuck in this thing and they're not moving anywhere because there's no space left for their psyche to, to bring in the new, to welcome the today, right? So they don't know how to do that. So it's so important. It is so important to heal you guys. It's not, healing doesn't mean that we have to take decades or years. Start the work. And if you are here today, that's, that's you're ready. You're, you're somehow listening to whatever I'm saying and you haven't left. And many of you are signing up again and again and again. It's because there's something in here for you. It's resonating for you. So, you know, take that clue to jump in and start doing the work and, and stop thinking that, oh, I'll do a little bit here, a little bit there. We all, life is not a dress rehearsal. We don't have, you know, many of us listening to this are 50 plus. If not now, then when? You've got your dreams waiting on the other side. You've got a happiness and joy and a life that you want to live on the other side. Let's get to the other side. Let's lighten up the load. Let's heal. It's not a big deal. And it's not like, oh my God, I'm traumatized. Guess what? You know what? The human life is traumatizing. Getting out of our mother's birth canal is traumatizing. We get bruised, right? Every the Traumas happen every day because so many things happen during our day because we don't know what to do with. That's an assault on our system all the time, all the time until we understand how to choose how to live consciously. So we, this is a great opportunity, like a reset time. Reset yourself, a new opportunity, start a new life. Let's go ahead and clean out everything that has been cluttering our vision, our, our clear seeing, our psyche, so we can live the life that we desire to live. So it's, a, it's a human condition. We come here to heal. That's why we're here. If you had nothing to heal, if I had nothing to heal, you know, I would be a little angel fluttering around somewhere, helping all of you guys. But, you know, not yet. <laughs> so, Mina, you are encouraging all of us yes. to yes. use our emotions to trust and navigate the currents of our life. Absolutely. And what, what we hear you saying is that we, in order for us to uh, navigate and use our emotions, we have to clean up our past. And absolutely. And you know what? I'm not saying it. Suppose I don't say anything to you. What do you think? Mo every single person knows. Yeah, you know, I, I got to, I think that thing is really bugging me that I just, you know, I've, like this just random stories from clients. I just ate the whole thing of ice cream and I only wanted to take two spoons. And I'm like, okay, put down mood and food diary. When you were eating this, what is it that you were feeling? Yeah, inevitably, there's something they're trying to eat their emotions because they're so uncomfortable. You know, we don't like pain. We don't like discomfort. We don't like it. You know, I'm with you. I don't like it either. It's pain in the butt. But you know what's the biggest pain in the butt? To feel this way all day, all night, day in, day out, day in. I'm feeling like this. That's the biggest pain in the butt. And then we, we can't really live. So... 
I assure you, you know, here's one of the things, it's kind of, it's kind of silly and crazy. You know, we have to feel to heal. We talked, I mentioned that a little bit in one of the other webinars that we are so afraid to feel what we feel. You know, let that be your new mantra today. Feel to heal. Feel what you feel. It's not about going and telling your friend, hey, I feel this. Do you, do you acknowledge it? Do you agree with me? Do you like it? It's not about to tell somebody who you think has made you feel a certain way. Can you just feel the anger? Can you just get pissed off by yourself in your own space? Can you feel the disappointment? Can you feel the heartache? Can you feel that, you know, the loneliness, the isolation? Can you feel it? Just be it. If you feel anxious, sit there and be anxious. I assure you, take five minutes. Everything is going to stay the same except one thing. You're going to feel less of what you are feeling today, what you are feeling to begin with. Our resistance creates, it, it makes it more powerful. So feel it. If you feel it, wouldn't that be so simple? I'm anxious. Oh, I'm so anxious. It's nothing to run to fix and take a pill for. There are always exceptions, but you're anxious. Well, you know, go ahead and feel it. You know, some 20, 30 years ago or 40, I don't even know. The time is going by so fast. Sometimes my clients tell me, you know, the symptoms and da 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 da. I think I remember feeling this way when I was in college, but I didn't know anything more. I didn't know I was supposed to do anything with it. I just, it was just there. I just lived like that. And then I, whatever, I didn't give it a name anxiety. I didn't think that it needed to be, I didn't know anything about it. So, you know, sometimes ignorance can be bliss. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you know, sometimes we just, we read too much. We gather too much knowledge and information. And guess what? It's not helping us one bit. It's about transforming it's about changing, it's about healing, it's about getting to the other side of it. What good are all these books and knowledge, if I can use it? To me, zero value. Zero value, like you, you want to feel that. I don't want to keep reading the books. I want to live with the teachings. So it's actually, I'm there. So we don't want to just think, you know, I'm going to read the book, I'm going to listen to the podcast, you're welcome to do all of that. But the transformation happens when you really individualize the work within yourself, when you experience it, and you like, aha, I feel totally different. Giving people permission to feel today. That's what Mina is doing here today. Yeah. And Mina, why don't you talk about uh, what is emotional resilience about? So emotional resilience, you know, the word came to me and actually when after I looked at it, I said, really, I should have put emotional freedom. Mm. Here's lies, you know, our conversation. So the word resilience is, is, you know, very kind of popular word. It's like, you know, when you are physically resilient, you can absorb the shock of a fall. You can fall down and you can get back up. You get sick, your immunity is so strong, you come right back up. So it's a very attractive word. And we, to create, to build resilience is a good thing. But when we talk about emotional resilience, I want to clarify that we don't mistake it for emotional toughness, right? I am resilient. No matter what you do to me, I'm just going to be yoga calm. 
That's the biggest BS, okay? Yoga and this pretentious being calm, um, <laughs> it's again, it's a misconception. So I don't want people to think that, oh, I'm just gonna stay calm no matter, I'm, I'm getting, you keep on doing something to get a rise out of me. I'm gonna stay calm, put a lid on, put a lid on because I'm emotionally resilient. No, you know what emotional resilience is? Is actually feel what you feel is to speak up. Is to speak up and can you handle the conversation? There may be a tiny bit of confrontation, but can you speak up what you feel from your place of truth without any fear or without any expectation that someone is going to laugh at you? Someone is gonna put you down? Doesn't matter. It does not matter. So emotional resilience is, can you tune into what you are feeling? And if there is an opportunity or environment where you need to express what you're feeling, true feeling, not the pretentious what I should be feeling, can you express that and be totally okay with it? Can you do that without a charge? Can you express your anger without getting angry? Can you express your anxiety without being anxious about what you are in front of, what you're doing? So this is where we, we mistake. We think to express our emotion, you know, my anger. I have to tell somebody off. Sure, that can feel really good too. But, you know, <laughs> we're after something a little more. So can you say, I'm just so angry at, you know, what happened at this, like women's, what's happening with the gun violence in schools and the women's reproductive rights. I am so livid. I don't even have words. That I'm that angry that sometimes my body can't even contain it. So I don't do anything with it. And I just, I know it. And I'm like, you know what, God, come down and help me. Like set people straight. And, but I do trust that when things move to one extreme, patience, right time, we are going to come to the other extreme. Sometimes we have to go deep down into the ditch. I, every time I think, aren't we in the ditch yet? But obviously there's deeper ditch to go to. Right, so like that makes me livid, but that doesn't mean I blow my top off at somebody who says, "Well, they shouldn't have reproductive rights." I'm like, "That's opinions are opinions. What do I care?" But that's not how I feel. That's not my opinion. But again, can you feel what you feel without thinking? You know, the the sky is going to cave in or yeah, catastrophes to happen. Can you say, you know what? I'm really upset. I'm so upset, I can't even talk right now. Thank you, I'll call you tomorrow. Can you do that? That's emotional resilience. And also you don't, without attachment, thinking, oh my God, if I'm angry, you know, we have all this conditioning. If I show my anger, people are gonna think, wow, you are this yoga, are you Veda teacher, you get angry. It's like, why? I'm not human, right? And it's like, you know, and then we, we, we are so caught up. We just really need to stay centered. Be true to what you feel. Express it to yourself. Acknowledge it to yourself and be okay with it. Then you're going to show up that way with anybody with a different opinion, different whatever. You're going to learn how to take care of yourself. That's called emotional resilience. The emotional resilience, what makes us go to the freedom of it, to free ourselves from that emotion. If I tell you I'm really, really angry at what's happening in the world, 
I know it, I acknowledge it, but it's not, uh, it's not putting, a, you know, it's not, it's not driving me crazy. It is not impacting my life in a way where I can't function, but I'm free of it at the same time because I acknowledge what I feel. When I acknowledge, I am free because then there's space open for me to trust, for me to pray. When I can't change anything myself, I call upon the higher power and say, please help, we need your help. I don't know what to do. So that's how you feel less and less intense. You look at the whole big picture. That's emotional resilience. It's really emotional freedom. Perfect, Mina. Let us invite the audience now to type any questions that you have into the chat. Sandra, I see that you have your hand up. We'd love for you to type your question into the chat and Mina will uh, be happy to address it. The other thing is you have a course that you're inviting people into after this event is over. Do you wanna talk a little bit about this, Mina? And I'm going to share, I'm gonna show you guys where, it's, where it is. We put the course link into the chat and it's at the ayurvedichealingcenter.com. And I'm actually going to pull it up on my screen here so that you can see it here. Do you see this, Mina? I do. Okay. So do you wanna to talk to us a little bit about the six steps to emotional freedom course that you're offering anyone that wants to go deeper sure so just i'm just going to quickly tell people how to get there so go to ayurvedichealingcenter.com or click the link the link will take you directly to the course but if you're on the website go under online services the menu drop down then go to group workshops and courses click that there's going to give you another menu I think the first course there is Six Steps to Emotional Freedom. That's where all of my group courses are housed. So here is a course. So, you know, we've been talking about emotional intelligence for the last three weeks. And this is a course, an opportunity for us to really transform the intense emotions that are coming in the way of our living the way we want to live. So this course is on July 19th and 26th, two and a half hours, may go till three hours. So we go, you know, six hours, uh, two weeks, Tuesdays, two and a half hours to three hours. Um, so we are going to, I'm going to go through the whole uh, 6A technique that I talk about in the book, but so you can personally embody the teachings. So the, the way how I teach, you know, I can throw the book at you, but I don't do that. I teach through group work, reflective exercises, meditations. So you get those, you know, the aha moments. So you get the learning and you really embody the learning in your body. And one of the things that happens in this course from teaching prior courses is like, once you start, weeks and weeks later, the course teachings are still working you. They still continue to go deeper and deeper. So this is a great course to begin our healing journey. So this summer we launched this whole emotional intelligence and we're gonna to continue to go on. And this is a great course to step in, start your healing journey and start it today on the new 
moon day, a great beginning. So you're offering everyone an early bird discount of $25, the people that um, pay for the lump sum option, and it's going to come to $270. Yes, $270 only is the first, the link is the first link. It says six steps to emotional freedom course, $270 Canadian dollars. So click that and you are in the course. And then we're gonna, I'm gonna also create a Facebook community. I want people to come together and connect with each other because we don't heal in isolation. And you're gonna have access to that group. There's a lot of freebies that you get. As you know, that on my website, there's a lot of free information available, free meditations and free download of the books available. Uh, so today is a great day. So this is the course, it's a, you know, it's a beginner's course, but the beginner's course is what gets us started. And, you know, we, the healing continues way beyond the course because you continue to digest the teachings at a deeper level, at a deeper level. And these teachings help you on an everyday basis. Oh, can I do this? Or what if I do this? I feel better. You're also giving people that sign up today a free uh, link to your ebook. They're going to get a digital copy uh, yes, anybody who is actually signed up for the course, and I'm going to send the email all at once. The, there's a digital copy. I'll send you a code that you can put in. You can get a digital copy of my Wake Up and Heal Six Steps to Emotional Freedom. That is the accompaniment or the resource for the course. And you're also giving people um, this course in payments if they need to. That yeah, there's three payment. payments available. Yes, you can break down um, the payments to pay $100 a month, which really is a no brainer uh, to do this work. Like you said, the work that you do with you together in this, it's going to keep on activating you time after time after time, and it's going to keep on working you. So we invite you to go to the ayurvedichealingcenter.com and let us now go back and take a look and see what some of the oh, chat the questions. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. So here's the question. So hello, uh, what do you do? What do, what to do if I live with parents who did cause me trauma as I can't heal properly and I don't have financial independence to move out? That's a, that's a tough one, but what you can do is, uh, again, when you take the course, what you can do is develop a practice, a daily practice of inner reflection and also practice of forgiveness and letting go. And, you know, it's not a mental concept again. We're going to do, I'm going to do a whole new course on forgiveness or at least a webinar. And when you change, the circumstances will change. Perhaps that's what you are asked to do, um, that you're still living with the parent. You're still in confrontation with that which caused you great pain and harm. Um, it's really about a deep, radical, radical acceptance and deep self-love, not to abandon yourself at all. So it's a loaded question, but you know, meditation, and so these are the concepts that you need to work with in order to live through it. And maybe even take a look at Mina's website and get some of the free tools. The other thing that I can tell you, Noor, is to go to Mina's YouTube channel. She puts out a lot of wisdom um, YouTube messages uh, pretty much every other day, uh, 
soul messages go out. So you might want to check that out. And that might also be helpful as well. So Sandra, um, it's going to be $295 in uh, US dollars because no, it's Canadian actually. Uh, oh, Cornelia, yeah. It's Canadian because I'm in Canada. So there's a conversion click button right she yeah, she wants to know how much it is in US dollars. Do you know by any chance? Mina? I think if you click, um, if you just kind of click on that, I can open it up right now and tell you. Yeah, why don't you? Well, Less yeah. than 240 or something like that. Let me know. Oh, so yeah, so Sandra, it's about $240 American dollars. So that's how much um, it's going to come to about $240. And uh, Sandra, the other thing that you wanted to ask Mina is that you, uh, you do want to know more about being safe. Your daughter holds you responsible for not keeping her safe enough from her father even after divorce. Mina, yeah, these are, you know, again, safety, you're gonna have to Sandra safety, you're gonna find within you when you change the circumstances around you will change. And it's nice for me to say that it, it you know, I, that's why you take the course. So you learn some of the insights. So you do the deep inner work to put everything in place so you can navigate this really, you know, highly charged uh, family dynamic, you need support. All right, next question is, when you're dealing with people who can only show you the emotion, but will not stop acting out long enough to even listen, how can we encourage the movement to expressing without the acting out? The acting out always makes me walk away. So it's never about other people. We're not here to fix other people. Um, you just stay true to what you feel. And if you feel walking away is what you need to stay safe, then just simply say, I'm so sorry. Um, I can't respond in a intelligent or I can't respond in a calm way. So I'm going to walk away. And we really need to let go. If we can let go of trying to figure out other people, trying to fix other people, trying to think that other people need to change. We really take so much of our own power back. And we let those people that we are trying to fix or wonder about, we give them their power back. It's yeah. important to understand that in a, in a relationship dynamic that we really need to stay true to ourselves. So we give opportunity to our people, to our members to our relationship people to stay true to themselves. It can't be any other way. Okay, I, I wanna thank uh, Carol for putting the cost for the course in American dollars. It's 210 is what Carol showed oh, us. Oh, wow, that's so, even. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, there's no reason for you not to sign up for $210 for this incredible course, because look at what you're going to get, all the amazing benefits. So go and sign up today and it's just a no brainer. I wanna to get to Gregory's uh, question before we close today. Any tips for giving yourself permission to be angry without feeling guilty and keeping it inside so is if if anger is what you feel don't try to give reasons as to why you should or why you shouldn't many times our emotions we don't even understand why we feel the way we feel so it's not about understanding the emotion it's rather about expressing it 
just feel the anger. If the guilt comes up, feel the guilt too. Feel, get the anger, feel angry about the guilt as well. Just feel what you feel. Don't understand it. You don't always have to connect all the dots. They'll come up. They'll come when you're not so attached on trying to figure it out and continue to feel that. That's your permission. You are allowed to feel what you feel. Permission given, Gregory, permission given. So no, Sandra, uh, it's not $200 per segment. It's $200, $210 American dollars for the entire course. entire course. So go sign up for it, everybody. We want to thank you so much for coming out and for doing this healing journey together with us. Feel free to, you know, go to Mina's website and look at all the beautiful information that she has there at ayurvedichealingcenter.com. My name's Cornelia Stephanie. Mina Puri, thank you so much for sharing your gift your wisdom with us. Thank you to the audience for being here. Together, we are uplifting the world and making the world a better place. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, Cornelia. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Be well. Thank you for listening to Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button, and we look forward to being with you next week.